Jake, good morning, good evening, good night. I don't know where you're at. I don't know what time it is. What do we have on the show today or the news show today? It's not really a show. Come on, what is it? Let me see. Let me go over the headlines real quick. We got Shaq giving gas advice for the high prices that we're dealing with right now. Uh, that's pretty interesting. He's got the smarts to be the president of this country. You got to hear what he said. He's just, I don't know. Uh, let's see. We've got Russians. Oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah. We've got Put- Putin's kill squad surrounds a Ukrainian family in the mountains. After killing a teenage boy and the family dog, the Russian soldiers then shoot a mother with a child in her arms. Is that unbelievable? Oh, you know why it's unbelievable? Because that wasn't Putin. That was just the FBI and the ATF at Ruby Ridge. But, you know, if it was Putin, it'd be horrible, right? But that's what we do to our own people here in the United States. I mean, I love America, but, you know, our government does some messed up stuff. Uh, What else do I have that's going to come up that we're going to talk about? Oh, yep, we're definitely going to talk about Walmart being forced to hire uh, back the Down Syndrome employees that they fired and also give them up to $50,000 in back pay. We're going to hit that. We'll talk about the Kraken CEO, a mom going against the D.C. mayor about mask in schools. Uh, we've got a farmer, a uh, actually a dairy, slamming the Biden administration for not taking care of American people. We've got a guy wearing a fuck Joe Biden sweatshirt getting kicked off a plane even after he took off the sweatshirt. Yeah, here we go. Communist left, man. Let's see, that was Delta Airlines. We've got... Oh, yeah, of course, we've got CNN coming to Biden's defense over the gas prices. We've got Trump. Trump sat on a, on a podcast, and he was talking about the possibilities of nuclear war. I have that interview. We're going to go through that. Of course, the House passed a bill offering nearly $14 billion in aid to the Ukraine. I mean, there's not much to say about that. It is what it is. Remember when they were bitching about, what was it, $4 billion to build the wall to Mexico? Well, there's $14 billion to the Ukraine. I've got a dad speaking to a school board about his disabled daughter and the problems with masking. We've got China's accusing the U.S. of biological military activities in Ukraine. And then I've got some insane gender fluid teachers that we're going to hit on. Oh, and then I got Bob Chapek uh, hitting up DeSantis about the Don't Say Gay bill and uh, DeSantis' response. They actually had a phone call. What else is going on? Oh, yeah, we've got a we've got a Russian prisoner of war speaking out, saying he didn't know what the fuck was going on. Anyways, let me stop this uh, before I start playing other music. We're going to get all to this and more. Let me start with the Shaquille O'Neal. Now, uh, Shaq was, well, you know what? There's no way of explaining this. I'm just going to play it and you can listen to Shaq. Great education. Yeah, but Because I told him I didn't want to get a, a certain vehicle because of the amount of gas I would have to spend. Yeah. It cost like $80 to, to fill, it to up. fill it, up. it up. And he right. said, then you said. When it gets to half, then you put $20, you bring it back to full. <laughs> Yeah. But if I keep doing I would have to stop my offer and still no, you spend wouldn't. 80. No, no, you wouldn't. No, you wouldn't. Why? You're complaining about when it gets to zero, you spend 80, right? 
When it gets to half, you put 20. Then when it gets back to half, you put 20. Yeah, but, but I'll keep stopping putting 20 in, and it'll be cool. 80, Kenny, the same amount of gas. Kenny, Kenny, I'm Kenny, driving the Kenny. same amount of gas. The average human stops once a week for gas, right? With you, you only work here twice. You would probably have to stop maybe maybe once every two weeks. <laughs> Don't even try it. This is, all, this Wait, is bordering nobody on. Nobody travel more than me. This well, is I'm bordering on what's closer, the West Coast or the moon. So if if this wait, is bordering this, on that. You're, so, you're, you're, you're telling me that I, I would I wouldn't have to if I only if I didn't let my gas get down I wouldn't have to fill it up as much. No, I'm saying you're complaining about the eighty dollars. That's what the conversation right. about. You you. But four what? times twenty is eighty because I'm gonna stop four times. <laughs> no, you're not gonna stop four times. No, you're not gonna stop four times. Not in one week, you're not. <laughs> anyway, it, Kenny, oh, the West Coast is closer than the moon. If you let it get to zero, right? Monday through Friday, right? Then you got to pay 80 to fill it back up. Right. Okay, but if you let it get to half by Wednesday, then you pay 20 no, back by, up No, it won't full. get to half by... Right, but if Wednesday, it's going to be 40, and then on Friday, it'll be 40 Not 40, again. 20. Yeah. It's going to be 20. No. <laughs> it's going to be 20. Not half. Half of 80 is 40. But no, listen to what I'm saying. I, I did. I am. Okay. So if I every day, if I did, if I did, no, you, you ain't gonna have day. to put gas in every day. Don't play me right now. I'm not playing. Don't, <laughs> don't play me right now. <laughs> I'm sorry. Like, I really want to know because Ernie, I want to get this car, but no, I really listen. want to save gas money. You're so complaining. Tell me. Listen. I want to know how I'm gonna save gas money. You're complaining about the eighty dollars. Yes. Right. Okay. So at I'm zero, complaining. Okay. 80. So at zero is eighty. No question. All so, right, at full is 80, right? Yes. So if it gets to half, that'll be 40, right? No question so about it. So if you it. put 20 in, then you bring it back up to three quarters. <laughs> right? No, if I put 20 in, it'll get to one quarter. Jeez, yeah. But it'll be three quarters. It'll be three quarters full. Three quarters empty. No, three quarters full. But who's on first? This. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know what? And he is worth $400 million. He's worth $400 million. Can you believe? I mean, God. Damn it. Oh, I know that I let that go way too long. But, hey, we're going to get to the serious stuff now. Let's get retarded in here. Well, I guess it's time for that Walmart story. So a judge orders Walmart to rehire a worker with Down syndrome, provide more than $50,000 in back pay. That was a federal judge. The judge, however, denied U.S. Equal Employment Opportunity Commission's request for tighter scrutiny of Walmart, the nation's largest private employer. The judge's ruling can be appealed by both sides. Let's see. They ordered Walmart to immediately rehire a woman with Down syndrome and give her more than $50,000 in back pay after she prevailed in a disability discrimination lawsuit related to her firing from a Wisconsin store. But the judge denied a request to force Walmart to take other actions for the next five years in light of how it treated the woman. Walmart told CNBC on Wednesday that it would comply with the order to give Spayeth, that's her name, her job back. But a spokesman said the company has not decided whether to appeal the ruling on back pay along with $300,000 in jury damages. Uh, well... I'm trying to see what her complaint was for damages. For more than a decade, Spath had tidied store aisles, folded towels, and helped customers at the Walmart store in Mantowick, Wisconsin, a city on the shore of Lake Michigan. During that time, she regularly received positive performance reviews and raises. Her work hours were changed in 2014 
when the store began using a computerized scheduling system designed to match staffing levels with customer traffic. Court records show. Spath struggled to adapt to the new hours and worried that she would miss the bus or her dinner time. That led to her sometimes leaving early. Spath and her sister Amy Jo Stevenson repeatedly asked for her schedule to be changed back, but Walmart refused and ultimately fired Spath. Stevenson said in the CBC-NBC interview in July that when her sister lost her job, she lost her sense of purpose. She wouldn't come to the phone or pose for a photo. She buried her head in her hands when a Walmart commercial came on TV. It was nothing short of traumatic. So, that being said, uh, if you hire somebody that has, that has Down syndrome, you better not fuck with their schedule. It could uh, put everything in a, you know, in a, in a in a whirl. That's for sure. Can, can you can you be a, can you imagine being mandated by the government by the federal government to hire or rehire a mentally disabled employee? I mean, I, I, I don't know. I mean, does NASA do this? Do we have Down syndrome uh, engineers putting our NASA rockets together? I mean, I know America is so progressive that we've hired, you know, disabled people in the White House or the Oval Office, but shit, man, come on. I just, I don't know. Would you let a mentally disabled mechanic work on your car? You know, wheels falling off and shit because he ate the lug nuts. All right, enough of that. Jake, your solo class. I can't believe you played that. Hey, I didn't write the song. That's Black Eyed Peas, man. I had nothing to do with it. All right, well, Facebook has updated its terms of violence and hate speech on its platform. That's right. As obtained by Reuters, Facebook Instagram to temporarily allow calls for violence against Russia. And this was about five hours ago that this came out. Meta platforms will allow Facebook and Instagram users in some countries to call for violence against Russians and Russian soldiers in the context of the Ukraine invasion. According to internal emails seen by Reuters, Reuters is a Reuters, I, I don't know why I call it Reuters, Reuters on Thursday, in a temporary change to its hate speech policy. All right, so if you fall in line with, uh, you know, with that, you can get your little hate speech up and going on uh, Facebook and Instagram again. The social media company is also temporarily allowing some posts that call for the death to Russian President Vladimir Putin or Belarusian President Alexander Lukashenko, Lukashenko in countries including Russia, Ukraine, and Poland, according to internal emails to its con content moderators. Oh, so we can't, see, we miss out on all the fun. We can't do it here in the United States of America. You have to be in Russia, Ukraine, and Poland. Ah, interesting. Well. As a result of the Russian invasion of Ukraine, we have temporarily made allowances for forms of political expression. Oh, wow. You, did you read that? We have temporarily made allowances for forms of political expression. Well, thank you, Your Highness Facebook Meta, Meta Dickwad. Uh, that would normally violate our rules like violent speech, such as death to the Russian invaders. We still won't allow credible calls for violence against Russian civilians. And that was according to a Meta spokesperson. Uh, which was said in a statement. All right. All right. The calls for leaders' deaths will be allowed unless they contain other targets or have two indicators of credibility, such as the location or method one email said. Okay. So the calls for leaders' deaths will be allowed. But you know you can't do here in the United States to say, fuck Joe Biden. And that is, let me see if I can bring it up here. So there's this guy in a plane, and he was wearing a, a fuck Joe Biden sweatshirt. Come on the jet bridge. 
Because it's going to happen, I'll just call Atlanta and speak to corporate security. Okay. And if you do come on the jet bridge, flip the shirt in outside, in and out, right? So that word doesn't show, I will have to zip the whole aircraft. No. I'm sorry about that, sir. It's just Delta policy. You cannot wear it. And they did advise me also, you will be on the no flying list. Okay? So what's going on is you got this young black male. It looks like he's about, I don't know, probably 21, 23, something like that. He's wearing a fuck Joe Biden sweatshirt. Show me something. All right. It's a policy. And you can fall and we could go ahead and look it up. And they're definitely kicking him off. Uh, the video keeps going. It, it's going in the background. He goes into the bathroom. He takes it off. No, 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 no. You're making this an inconvenient. And then he started bitching about the mask a little bit. And I'm pretty sure the mask, he's not going to get around that. Do I not? So I'm going to take it off, okay? Anyways, this keeps going, and then he uh, he ends up getting uh, kicked off the plane. The uh, pilot won't fly without him, uh, with him on the plane. He's wearing like some 1776 t-shirt underneath the shirt with uh, two guns on it. It says Young Patriots or something like that. So he was trying to push the envelope, that's for sure. But the fact is, is that he got approached to begin with over the fuck Joe Biden yeah, uh, sweatshirt. Now, I could see the profanity, just the word fuck, not being allowed on the plane. I can totally see that. But is that really why they stopped him? How many people were wearing fuck Trump merchandise on planes? Did they ever get stopped? Or was it just when it's Joe Biden? I don't know. So, of course, this is floating around on the Internet. And uh, somebody somebody uh, hit up Delta. This was on Delta Airlines. And they had a little conversation with Delta.com. And it says, you know, it starts off with a computer. Hi, thanks for messaging with Delta. My name is Ashley. I'll be happy to assist you. Sounds like it might be a real person. And somebody says, hi, Ashley. I was wondering if you have clothing policies for passengers flying Delta, specifically slogans or words on my clothing. No, as I have checked, there are no clothing policy on Delta's, on Delta's flights. Okay, thank you. Sure, do you need anything else? So technically, I can wear a shirt that says F Trump. Oh, no worries. There are no clothing policies on Deltas. You can wear anything you want. Thanks. Eh, it sounds like it could have been a computer response. I don't know. It's a little vague. Uh, people are making a big deal about it. But, you know, the if you don't want to get kicked off the plane, you can't wear a shirt that says, uh, fuck Joe Biden. It's, I mean, fuck was, I mean, the inches, they were like four inches tall, the letter. So, I mean, I don't know. Like, you go into Disneyland, you can't wear a shirt that says fuck on it. doesn't matter if it's Trump, Biden, whoever. It is a private company. They're entitled to do that. But is it is it is that really what happened? You know, is it the profanity or was it because it was fuck Joe Biden? I think it might have just been the profanity, but people are making a big deal about it. Same, you know, calling a boycott Delta, all the all the bullshit uh, because they kicked off this young black male. That is what it is. You're on their plane. You, you know, uh, people confuse some things. I mean, flying is a privilege. It's not a right. You know what I mean? And it is a private company. But then there's also the side that they also get bailed out by our government, which is our money. So I, it gets really complicated really fast. But I'm all for businesses being able to set their own parameters of what they allow in their property. You know, I don't like government mandates about it, but I do like Disneyland. Disneyland won't let you wear a profane T-shirt. They won't let you wear a T-shirt with a gun on it when you go into the parks. That is their choice. It's private property. They can do what they want. I don't have a problem with that. Now, if the government comes out with a law and says, hey, you can't wear a shirt with fuck on it anywhere in this country, that's a big problem. But this kid, he got thrown off. I think it was for the profanity, but they're trying to make more of it than it really is. Now, in uh, other news, Trump was on a podcast. I don't know what it was called. 
because there's a definitely a clip that's floating around. I, I don't I don't see the name of the podcast. It's something full. Oh, the Full Send podcast. I don't know how they got Trump on there. Anyways, Trump was on it and he started getting asked uh, questions about nuclear war. And this is what he had to say. My mind. Right. I'm always like, hey, could this thing ever lead to a nuclear fallout? Could this ever yeah. be nuclear war? What is your take on on that? Is it just a scared U.S. citizen right now? Yeah. That's watching. Well, this you unfold? should be scared. Because we have incompetent people heading up our country who, frankly, got there through a fraudulent election. But regardless, of incompetent, be, but in regardless of incompetent people, yeah. immediate threat, how serious is the threat of nuclear warfare? I think it's serious. I think it's serious. I saw Biden the other day saying, we don't want to fight Russia. They're a nuclear power. We don't want to fight Russia. They're a nuclear power. They're a nuclear power. And I'm saying to myself... It's such a signal of weakness. Now, is it correct? Yes, they are a nuclear power, but so are we. And I think what Trump is saying right there is the big deal that's kind of allowed this mess to happen. It's that appearance of weakness. Yeah, of course, we don't want to fight Russia. Uh, but Biden is just such a pussy when he starts talking about it. And that's something where, you know, where Trump would have stood up. He would have went toe to toe and say, hey, you do this. Yeah, you're going to make nuclear threats? Well, you know, two can play that game. And it could have been the end of the world. It could have been the end. We could have been all just, you know, a pile of ash staring at the nuclear cloud by now. But, uh, you know, Biden is, he's weak, man. He can't, I saw this video earlier today where he was uh, exiting a speech. He couldn't even find his, his way off the platform. He's just like a bumbling, like bumbling Mr. Bean up there, man. He's just I don't know. He's not that big, bald eagle, American flag waving, you know. He's not a symbol of strength for our country. He's feeble, mentally feeble, mentally challenged. I mean, Walmart just got sued and they have to hire him back. No, not really. But uh, he's just not He's just not a symbol of American, you know what I mean? And neither was Cheeto. But Cheeto definitely has some balls on him, that's for sure. It's just a mess. Well... There's this other news story that's coming in out of Coconut Grove, and uh, it's the fruits of the labor of the teachers. The critical race theory, the division of uh, race in schools is coming, finally coming to fruition. And here we go. Check out this news story. Now at six, a group of middle school students arrested. Police say they're accused of committing a hate crime near their school. The father of one of the alleged victims talking to 7 News. 7's TJ Parker live where it happened in Coconut Creek, TJ. And Belkis, I talked with a lot of parents who are obviously very upset about this. All the students involved are students at Lions Creek Middle School. Coconut Creek police say based on the circumstances here, the attacks were racially provoked. Broward County authorities arresting and charging five Lions Creek Middle School students for attacking and targeting four other students in what they call a racially provoked attack. It all happening outside the North Recreation Complex in Coconut Creek Wednesday morning. The student victims told police they were approached by a group of kids yelling, you are white. They were then tackled and beaten up as the group of attacking kids yelled, it's opposite day and brown power. The victim students claim they were beaten with sticks and cable cords as well as hit and kicked. He got out of the car. I think he heard some noises and some kids started saying, we're going to get revenge on you for what you did in the past. And he got jumped. The father of one of the students attacked says what happened is inexcusable. It's concerning that what's going on in the school and they don't really seem to be doing much about it. And the steps they take don't really protect the kids. 
All right, so the school principal did send out a robocall to parents saying they are aware of this situation and also working with police on this. The students accused in this are charged with battery and prejudice while committing battery. We are live in Coconut Creek tonight. Well, you know, you have to ask yourself, what's the, is it just a group of kids being dumb, doing some stupid stuff, blaming race for it? Is this kind of, uh, in a way, being taught to them in these schools with the critical race theory and the, you know, the white guilt that some of these teachers are putting on white kids, which is making divisions, lines of division in the classroom? I don't know. I think we have a long way to go, and I think uh, we need to start teaching a little unity amongst race, white, black, brown, Asian, whatever it is. I don't know if this is fueled by what they're being taught in the schools. I don't know what they're going to be taught in these schools in this creek, whatever creek it was area, but it's disheartening. You don't want to see that kind of stuff happening. And I know the easy defense is like, well, you know, but look at the fifties, the sixties and all that other kind of stuff and the segregation and the, and the white kids beating up on kids of color for years and going pretty much unchecked. Well, yeah, that's not right either. That's not right either. And this today is not right either. Um, I, it's like, I felt like the kids were starting to get along so well, but is what they're being taught starting to re-strengthen those lines of racial division in the classroom? I don't know. I don't know, but this is a disheartening story. Nonetheless, in other news, Bob Chapek, the big guy over at Disney, uh, he spoke out to Don, uh, DeSantis in Florida about the don't say gay bill. And Chapek said, uh, Chapek. Chapek, 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 whatever. While we have been strong supporters of the community for decades, I understand that many are upset that we did not speak out against the bill, we being Disney. We were opposed to the bill from the outset, but we chose not to take public position on it because we thought we could be more effective working behind the scenes, working with lawmakers on both sides of the aisle. That's what Chapek said at the company's annual shareholder meeting on Wednesday. He also said, we were hopeful that our long-standing relationship with those lawmakers could lead to better outcome. Ultimately, we were unsuccessful, Chapek said. I called Governor DeSantis this morning to express our disappointment and concern that if legislation becomes law, it could be unfairly used to target gay, lesbian, non-binary, and transgender kids and families. The governor heard our concerns and agreed to meet with me and LGBTQ plus members of our senior team in Florida to discuss ways to address them. Uh, so DeSantis came out with a statement after the phone call, and he said, Governor DeSantis has always been open to hearing from Floridians and having conversations about legislation, as long as those discussions are grounded in facts, not false media narratives. Anyone who has questions or concerns about the parental rights and education bill is encouraged to read the bill rather than the distorted coverage in mainstream medium, which regurgitates false partisan talking points, which I agree. If you actually read the bill, it's a lot different than what you hear in the mainstream media. Disney contacted our offices today to speak with the governor. This is the first time we have heard from Disney regarding HB 1557, also known as the Don't Say Gay Bill by the media. The governor did take the call from Mr. Chapek. The governor's position has not changed. No in-person meeting has been scheduled yet. Disney is a family-friendly company that creates wholesome entertainment for kids. The same Florida parents who take their families to Disney also support parental rights in education because they do not want their young children exposed to inappropriate content about sex and gender theory at school. And remember, 
This is from ages like five to seven years old. So that's in the news. Disney reached out. Disney throwing their hat in the ring with this. It's, you know, it's kind of an odd thing. I know Disney has a lot of gay employees, et cetera. But I mean, you don't hear much from JPEG, Bob Chapek, Chapek, whatever, how the fuck you say his name. Anyways, but I mean, getting, making public about this, getting involved with that bill in Florida, I mean, it just seems like a dumb move for Disney. Um, I understand he wants to be a Captain Savaho and do the right thing to get some love from some of his constituents there at Disney, some of his underlings, but I don't know. This one just seems like this is not Disney's, uh, not, not, not the typical Disney to get involved in a bill such as this in Florida. But anyways, they, they spoke out about it. In other news, a Russian captive, prisoner of war, was being interviewed uh, with a camera in his face. So, you know, how how real is it? But uh, I'm going to have to read this, but here it is playing in the background. Uh, the reporter says, some Russian captives told us that they had to rescue Ukraine from something. That's what the reporter is saying, that people would welcome you here. Were you also told this? His response, sure. We were told that Ukraine allegedly... We were told this while being in Russia, via media, that Ukra Ukrainians were dominated. Literally, I'm 100% wrong now. Don't judge too harshly. Ukraine's territory is dominated by fascist regime, is what they were told before they left. Nationalists, Nazis, have seized power in Ukraine. That's what the Russians were told. Ordinary people need some help to get rid of this yoke. This was the aim. Obviously, this information was unilateral information. Of course, we have internet. Sometimes we get something from some other sources. We could do a little analysis, but we had some doubts. We did not know the situation for sure. I personally, just when we entered this territory, when I watched the address of the professional boxers, your boxers, back home, I always loved watching them. Yusik and Lomachenko, they are my favorites. I mean that when I say it. These people are just ready to take arms. They told us we did not call you here. And I feel shame that we came to this country, to this territory, Ukraine's territory. This woman is just standing and crying, and I feel shame. I don't know why we're doing it. We knew very little. We were too little in our thoughts. We brought sorrow to this land, and I don't know how many times is needed to purge everything. Is this redemption possible? We will go to jail or whatever we deserve. We're ready for everything. But will it mean a redemption? I feel sorry for people left in Russia. They are not guilty. Their guilt is that they are misinformed. Some do not even have internet. They have no chance to use something alternative. They are constantly brainwashed. They get this unilateral information that Ukraine is seized by fascists, etc. Okay, so he goes on to say that. Um, so this is a Russian soldier that was taken captive, and this is what he's saying is going on. He's basically saying that in Russia, we're getting fed this this media from the Russians, and you know, telling us that Ukraine is under attack, the civilians are under attack by Nazis and fascists and all this other kind of stuff, and we're coming here to protect them. And then they cross the border, and they realize it's nothing. That's not what's really going on. I wonder if it started with Facebook limiting, uh, you know, political speech from certain parties and stuff like that. I don't know. But that's what happens when the government starts controlling what you see in the media. Now, I, from what this guy's saying is some people in Russia, a lot of people don't have Internet. 
and he questioned what was going on before the invasion. Uh, but he believed the the bullshit that the government was feeding him, and he came in and he realized real quick that it wasn't at all what he thought it was. In other news, uh, engineers in Japan have achieved record-breaking internet speed of 319 terabytes per second. That's about 7.6 million times faster than the average home internet speed in the U.S. Uh, engineers in Japan have set a new world record for fastest internet speed, and it's so fast you'd be able to download nearly 80,000 movies in just one second. Man, technology's crazy. Uh, apparently, they came up with some new technology with a four-core fiber optic cable that they're using to do this. Uh, that's insane. The previous world record for fastest internet speed was about 7.6 million times faster than the average home internet. Hold on. The new record, 319 terabytes per second. That's double the previous world record. Okay. And 7.6 million times faster than the average home internet speed in the U.S., which is 42 megabits per second, which I don't even have here. I get about 30, 30 up, 30 down. Anyways, this is Jake with the news. Uh, I'm going to wrap it up. It's late for me. It's one o'clock in the morning and I'm going to call it a day. You guys be good humans, be good people, and I'll talk to you later. Peace out.